Hello, today is Monday, March 18th, 2019, and this is another edition of the Live at 545 Broadcast Podcast. Y'all come on in and join me as we talk about David and Goliath. We're coming from 1 Samuel 17. I joined Dr. Tony Evans last week. He had posted on social media to read 1 Samuel 17 every day, to read it daily. And as I did, I'm telling y'all, something started happening. Something is still happening. Um, And I just hope that I give you, that I give you hope to wake up another day and fight. I hope I give you hope to wake up another day and meet the enemy head on and tell him, look, this battle has already been won, especially if you're within the will of God, to tell the enemy you won't back down. Even no matter the outcome, you will keep your trust and your faith in the Lord. Hallelujah. So today I'm contrasting David and Goliath. Y'all, it's such rich, such rich truths is found in this story, in this biblical account. Hallelujah, Jesus. So we know the story of, uh, a lot of us know the story of David. Samuel had anointed him to be king in Saul's place, but David is not yet serving in the role of a king. He's still the little shepherd boy named David. And there is a battle about to be fought or that needs to be fought because it seems to be a stalemate because everyone in the battle, especially in Israel, is afraid of a man named Goliath. And the Bible tells us that he was nine feet, nine inches tall or over three meters. Um, His coat, I believe coat of bronze or of male was 125 pounds. Can y'all imagine I probably couldn't even wear a coat, a good five pounds, much less 125 pounds. But he was what they call the champion of the Philistines. Philistines, Philistine, however you want to call them. And the people of Israel were deadly afraid of this man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And isn't it amazing and ironic how God can give us great victories, but there might come another foe. And we get afraid. We, be, we become afraid. But Goliath, he was cocky. He was into himself. If you go to 1 Samuel 17 and 10, it says, The Philistine said, and this is Goliath talking, I defy the battle lines of Israel this day. Give me a man and let us fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were filled with terror and were greatly afraid. So he did what he purposed to do to put fear in the hearts of the Israelites, to put fear in the hearts of the Israelites. He was cocky. I defy the battle lines of Israel this day. Give me a man and let us fight together. In other words, I got this. The battle lines of Israel, I'm going to defy you. I'm defying your God. I'm telling y'all, y'all can't do nothing. I'm telling you that your God is not able to rescue you. No one can come against me is what Goliath was saying. But here's David on the other hand, if you go to verse 32, David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. He said, your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Mm -hmm. So he was telling, you know, telling Saul, look, wait a minute, (laughs) y'all tripping. Everyone's afraid. He said, I'm going to go fight with Goliath. And in verse 33, Saul said to David, wait a minute. He said, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. He said, you are but a youth. And he has been a man of war from his youth. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people look upon us or we look upon ourselves and we put limitations on ourselves. Even if we're new in Christ or 
if we're young or we think, you know, and not even just young, we could be thinking, you know what, my time is up. When it comes to age, we could be thinking my time is up, my opportunities are up, but yet you feel the Lord calling you to do something. You feel the Lord calling you to do something. That's when you have to set your feet and you have to say, Lord, you know what? I might be afraid, Lord, but help my unbelief. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. And then you go to verse 42. We're still talking about David and Goliath. So David was, he had his faith in the Lord. He said, I will let no man's heart fail him. He said, I'll go fight him. And even though Saul said, wait a minute, you're young. He said, as long as you've been alive, that's how long Goliath has been fighting. But y'all, do y'all know when the Lord has endowed you with power and given, put his spirit upon you, it does not matter. He will win victories. He will do great things through you. He will use you mightily because you're in his kingdom. You're on his team. And because he swears by himself and his reputation is at stake and he wants to show people, look, no matter how I'm going to get it done, I'm going to get it done. And I will use whoever I want, however I want to accomplish my purpose. So David straight stayed, he stayed true to himself. Mm -hmm. And when I say he stayed true to himself, he didn't look at his own size. He didn't look at the size of Goliath. David knew who he was fighting for and the reason he was fighting. He knew that the Lord would fight for Israel. He knew that the Lord was on Israel's side. And he knew what the Lord had allowed him to do. In verse 34, David said to Saul, your servant was a shepherd for my father's flock. And the lion came and the bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and struck him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I took hold of his beard, struck him and killed him. Your servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine would be as one of them because he has reviled the armies of the living God. David said, the Lord who delivered me out of the power of the lion and out of the power of the bear, he would deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Mm -hmm. So David accepted the assignment. He accepted it. But here we go, Goliath. When Goliath saw David, he said, wait a minute, verse 42. When the Philistine looked and saw David, he despised him. Mm -hmm. For he was a youth and ruddy with a handsome appearance. The Philistine said to David, am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? Then the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Yes, he did. He cursed David by his gods. But remember, David remembers, who's he, remembers who he's fighting for and whose he is. So when Saul said to David, he said, go and the Lord be with you in verse 38, verse 37, uh, seven, in verse 38, Saul clothed David with his armor. So Saul didn't know that he was inhibiting David, that he was putting a stop to the work of the Lord because it says he clothed David with his armor. He put a helmet of bronze on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of mail. David secured his sword to his armor and tried to walk, but he was not used to it mm -hmm, for he had not tested them. He had not tested them. So the limitations that some of us have, it could be limitations we put on ourselves, limitations, even we put limitations on people, but it could be limitations people put on us. But one thing I would encourage you to do, don't try to preach like so-and-so. Don't try to hoop and holler like so-and-so. Don't try to prophesy like so-and-so. Go before God and say, Lord, look, you made me like this. You made me like that. Lord, here I am. I'm yielded to you, Lord. Whatever you have in me, 
Show me how to use it for your glory. Show me how to tap into your power. Show me how to be me and still be victorious and do the work you have called me to do. Stay true to myself. That's what I want to do, God. I want to stay true to myself. And that's being led by the Spirit. And I love this part. In verse 40, with in verse 39, David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these, for I have not tested them. So David took them off. In verse 40, he took his staff in his hand and chose for himself five smooth stones out of the brook, and he put them in his shepherd's bag, even in a pouch. And his sling was in his hand. Then he drew near to the Philistine. And I was like, Lord, how in the world did David know just to go to the brook and get five stones? He was led by the Lord. He was led by the very God, by the very Lord, by the very anointing of the God who he trusted in and who he said would deliver them out of the hand of the Philistine. He was spirit led. But then you had Goliath in verse 26. Well, not what David described Goliath in verse 26. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? that he should defy the armies of the living God. So David was led by the Spirit to pick up his weapons. Hallelujah. We have to be led by the Spirit to pick up our weapons on how to, um, and also know how to adequately use them. But he said, this uncircumcised Philistine, that he should defy the armies of the living God. David knew what his focus was. It was to defeat the enemy. And to defeat the enemy, you have to be spirit-led, baby. You cannot walk in your own strength if you do. If you do, be ready for a hard, hard fight. Hallelujah. And then go to verse 16. Hallelujah, Jesus. The Philistine stepped forward morning and evening and took his stand daily for 40 days. Daily for 40 days. He did this twice a day, a total of 80 times. He would come to them day and night day and night taunting them antagonizing them irritating them calling them out challenging them to fight him and do you know how fear laden the israelites had to have been but david heard it one good time in 17 in 22, David left his things with the keep of the equipment and he ran to the battle line. Mm -hmm. The same battle line that Goliath was defined. And it says he went and greeted his brothers in 20, verse 23. As he was speaking with them, the champion Goliath, the Philistine from Gath, was going up from the battle line of the Philistines. And he spoke these same words and David heard them. Verse 24 says, when all Israel's fighting men saw the men, they fled from him and were very afraid. David heard it one time and that was enough for him. He heard this man defy the armies of the living God. That one time did it for David. And he sure was not about to let Goliath do it 80 more times. So verse 40, it says, when he, he put them in his shepherd's bag, just when he got his stones and even in a pouch and his sling was in his hand, then he drew near to the philistine he did not run the courage and the bravery that he had it was even more more evident then it say he drew near to the philistine y'all do not run from your enemy okay don't run from your enemy do not back down because you go down to verse 48 it say when the philistine arose and came near to meet david david harried and ran toward the battle line to meet the philistine 
David put his hand in his bag and took from there a stone, hallelujah, and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead. Therefore, the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the ground. Hallelujah. And the Lord told me right there, he said, stay ready to keep him, to keep from having to get ready. David had his sling. He had his stones in the pouch. And when they ran towards one another, say David hurried and ran toward the battle line. When he did that momentum and force came together with the anointing to slay the enemy of the Lord. In verse 50, so David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone. Hallelujah. And he struck down the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Just had to remind y'all. I like that, that he put it at the end of that verse. But there was no sword in the hand of David. But there was great power, y'all. And there was a great anointing. The Bible says, greater is he that is within me than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. Jesus. We have to remember that. David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. And he struck down the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. But greater, 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 greater is he that's within me than he that's in the world. Y'all, we can do this. We got this. Death is going to be put to death one day. The enemy is afraid. He knows he has only a limited time. Y'all, don't back down. And just as David clothed himself correctly in Ephesians 6, the battle against evil, Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, my brothers, my brothers, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that she may be able to resist in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your waist girded with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having your feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel of peace. And above all, taking the shield of faith with which ye will be able to extinguish all the fiery arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. Be strong. You got this. Remember faith in the Lord. Don't despise your age. Don't despise how long the Lord has had you doing this. And even I'm going to also say if you've been doing it for a long time and feel like your time is up, just know God will use who he will at the time, at whatever time he wants to. Stay true to yourself. Tell the Lord, say, Lord, help me tap into who you've created me to be. Be led by the spirit. Make your move as you are. And don't back down. Y'all be blessed. And remember, it's a fixed fight. We are victorious in the Lord.